Hello. Hello, hello, sir. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good evening. Uh, good night to anyone, depending yeah, on the the zones. I think, um, dude, I got the setup. Must be pretty dope. I'm kind of like afraid to unplug it and plug it in to make you to have you check the sound. But I think it sounds pretty. Yeah, it sounds fine slick. to me. Sounds you the yeah. usual. The usual. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound perfect. Like it doesn't sound like you're. I mean, we'll we'll see how it sounds afterwards. I mean, yeah. if it's, uh, I I'm pretty sure it's not recording from this. I don't know. Tap it. So... Right now. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think the the trick was in the the actual cable that I was using, like uh, USB Type C to the whatever jack headphone thing. So, yeah, here we are. As I said today, I'm not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm there, but I'm not. I have to say that um, you giving me some shit earlier on, uh, kind of like helped me up wake up a little bit. Oh, okay. good. Shit together. I did. I was. I was very sleepy today. Like I don't know. Like little one got up at six six o'clock, and then I was hammered because I'm, you know, after the third time she would wake up and I would go to her bed, you know, to comfort her and whatever. I'm like fuck it. Like I'll. I might as well stay here now. You know whatever. Yeah. And it's. I'm a bit like that. Yeah, and I'm I'm getting tangled up like a pretzel because it's a baby bed. It's it's for small children. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like hello. Yeah, me being like I don't know, close to two meters high, tall, or like six feet four or something like that. It, it gets a little bit, yeah, not yeah. too cozy. So it's like I just wake up and I just feel like I cannot move my neck anymore. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, my energy was too low, and there's a lot of other stuff that. Uh, yeah. You know it's happening, so it's 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 fucking whatever. So, I, I guess that yeah. That anyway, the question then, like, what do we want to jump into first then? Because oh, um, jump into it. Let's let's see this. I didn't have any. I didn't have any serious questions. Uh, okay, I didn't have any at all. Like, I think that's because I posted it like way too late yesterday. Just got well, ahead it's of me. like what happened. I, I think basically nobody gives a fuck about us anymore. Just yeah, like, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing more to ask. We answered everything. So exactly. Yeah. Great. There's no need for this podcast anymore. I think we served this, our purpose. No, we, there's there's always some bullshit to talk about. There's always some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. Uh, I think we can. Uh, I would like to uh, to to tackle that. Uh, the what is it? The lo-fi Jesus okay. uh, situation. I find uh, I I was texting them earlier today. I think it's it's something. It's a very good. Um, Initiative. I don't know who's behind it. I don't. Even, I don't want. I don't want to know who's behind it. It's That's definitely exactly like. I, yeah. I was yeah, like, no it's shame. Definitely... I do not give a fuck who you are. <laughs> like no, I don't no, no. care. I'm not digging. I don't. So yeah. I guess we we kind of. So there's this account that's been started on Instagram for those that don't know what we're talking about. I think it's called something yeah. like Lo-Fi Jesus Resurrection. And the first post yes. they did was kind of this. Um, I'd almost say like, but her angry ran against modern lo-fi. 
um, how it's going <laughs> downhill and how Spotify have fucked it up. Yeah. And, you know, where's yeah. where's all the old shit? And, you know, very much kind of like just an angry person that hates that low yeah. guys. I wouldn't necessarily say become mainstream, but no. it's, I guess it's become something that's just... Like, it, let me see if I can get the, the post up just so I can read it out. I mean, a, a word that we can use is gentrification, even though I'm not entirely sure if we yeah. can use it in this... Yeah. So, so the, yeah. their first post, um, want to hear some facts. I'm sick of pop music and flagship lo-fi playlists. I'm tired of same artists, yes. same labels, insane playlists. 15 sounding jazz vibes for you, bro. Cool. Um, all you pussies too scared to raise your voice against Spotify. Playlist corruption. <laughs> Let me do it for you. Sick of high quality, uber polished ass beats. Every sound yeah. track sounds the same anyways. Lo-fi lost its soul. So, yeah. you know, that was the thing that they posted. Um, I spotted a couple of people posting it over on Twitter and on Facebook and things like that, being yeah. like, okay, which one of you guys is this? Um, for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, everyone seems to think it's me. It's um, you. <laughs> like, well, okay, not everyone. That's kind of me thinking that, you know, that's me with my head on my own ass. There were some people that was like, oh, maybe it's Lazy Boy Loops. And I'm like, it's not me. It's definitely not me. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't type like that. It's, it's very Americanism, the, the typing. And then people are like, well, that's what someone would say. Exactly, I was about to say, like, it sounds very, uh, very so American English. I was yeah. reading a lot of this, uh, uh, I think, sometimes I just, like, wake up at 6am and I'm like, oh, I've just got my phone for a bit before I fall back to sleep. So in my kind of 6am sleepy haze, I decided to post a tweet that was like, oh, this Lo-Fi Jesus account that's that surfaced, it's definitely not me. Um, <laughs> I promise it's not me. <laughs> I've got too much shit to do. I promise. Just, you know, just talk about lo-fi drama. <laughs> and then all of yeah. the replies were like, that's what someone else would, someone would say. Exactly. <laughs> and then I think, um, like, bro and, and Florelente, they came along and was like, no, you told me it was you. So I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Linear Wave comes along being like, <laughs> Lazy Boy Loops is a lo-fi gossip girl. And I'm just like, oh, fucking hell. So I reacted to, like, one of their... Um, their stories and they instantly yeah. like replied to it and i was like right let, let's get into this <laughs> so <laughs> i mean i agree with everything to be honest it's yeah yeah 100 we've been saying for a while like it's not the lo-fi hip-hop scene that it is today is not what it used to be and you know that's such a granddad thing to say oh it's not you know back in my day people used to sample records and shit blah, blah, and blah. whatever yeah. um and like, like yeah <laughs> yeah but, sure yeah yeah of course you know at, at the same time it has kind of lost its i guess like unique flair um yeah it isn't i mean everyone just is sampling each other we're all grabbing the same fucking chet baker songs and chopping them up or you know bill evans and yeah. we've all heard the same and then from that we've kind of now spawned this steady beats like sub-genre of an already sub-genre and then there's sleepy beats outside of that which is just essentially just down tempo ambient i mean let's just name it what it is it's not really lo-fi it's just a um you know some rain sounds with a really gentle beat and some nice sounding piano or roads or whatever the fuck 
So, you know, I kind of get it. It has lost that kind of old school hip hop vibe that it has. It's not as edgy, I guess, as it used to be. But that, kind of, that you know, we can get away with ourselves and say that's the same with every genre. But um, yeah, this this person, they seem to just be. Um, they're not a producer from what I can tell um, I've okay. been speaking to them they very much seem like someone that does just listen to lo-fi hip hop okay. like the old, older stuff um, and I guess wanting to dive deeper into lo-fi through Spotify they've discovered that you know all of the yeah. editorials are just full of the same old sleepy study beats that people just there's a certain group of people that like that and that's why Spotify are catering to that because yeah. as you know from all of the massive playlists that are catered towards like sleepy stuff they're huge people are obviously listening to them so yeah. there is a market for that but it seems like with all of Spotify's editorials they've more kind of catered to that and the reason I say that is because while talking to this guy I was like let's let's take a look at something so for for me, like the the big old cloud, or like the the OGs of lo-fi, at least that's how I discovered the genre. With where people like Jin Sang, HM Surf, yeah. Swum, Beside You, what, all of those type of people. Um, you know, New New Jabs, I think, or New Jabs. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's Japanese. I, I can't. New Jabs. New, new Jabs. Jabs. So I was like, okay, let's have a look at New Jabs and see how many editorial he's on. He's on. I honestly don't know how to pronounce it. Like, I, I, was just I think joking. it's like Nujabes I mean, or Nujabes. I I always did the the Spanish versions like Nujabes or some shit like that. So I think, I don't, I don't think J's in Japanese are, are a yes. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Like whatever. So anyway, I don't speak Japanese. At, at Nujabes, whatever. And he's yeah. on. Apart from the This Is playlist and the radio, he's only on yeah. one editorial playlist. Yeah, but no, he's two. He's dead. Yeah, but he's dead. So. But he's, so there's, he's no, like there's, no, there's no, yeah, he is, but you know, nobody really cares about that stuff. Okay. I mean, probably when, when he passed, and I think this was like a, a few years ago, maybe he, he would have had more presence in the playlist, but till then, maybe this kind of dropped down. But yeah, anyway, that, okay. that's besides the point. No, okay, so, so I think, no, he's actually on two. One of them, I think, is that like lo fi forests one, um, or lo- secret woods, whatever the fuck it is. Um, and the other uh, one is lo-fi rap. Then, so yes. in, in the other side of things, then let's look at, at Jin Sang. He's current. He's still going. He's still releasing stuff. I think he had something last week. He's only on one editorial playlist. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. He's like he cannot. He couldn't submit anymore. <laughs> 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 Okay, he's so <laughs> Alright, that, that was a bad example to begin with then. Let, let's submit that. Alright, so Jin Sang, he can submit, oh, right? Shit. <laughs> Too <laughs> soon? <laughs> no. Oh, that was, that was good. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Fuck. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this. God, damn. God bless his soul, bro. God bless his soul. Rest in peace, Jarvis. Oh shit! Fucking hell. 
Oh man, I'm I'm literally crying. That was that was a nice one, Marco. That was a nice one, Marco. Oh god damn it. Back, back to the point. Come on, guys. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. Let's get it let's get right. it together. All you right, were right, saying right, back to the point. Right. Uh, <sighs> he's he's he can submit, he's not dead. He's very much alive. Um yeah. he he's on apart from his uh let's see. Wow. Apart from this is Jin Sang, Jin Sang Radio, he's only on one editorial, Life I Beats. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a look at Hoffy Beats, shall we? He's on eight. He's on eight. (laughs) No, this is no shade, right? This is absolutely no shade. No, exactly. Like, you know, good for him, good for Hoffy, man. I mean, he's been like a... uh, uh, Out there, everywhere. Aside from his This Is playlist and Hoffy Beats Radio, he's on one, two, three, six editorials. I totally yeah. get what this lo-fi Jesus guy is on about. That, like, the OGs yeah. of the genre are yeah. just not important anymore. It, it's no, all of these, it's you know, just... these kind of, like, you know, new new guys, I guess, or new girls. Well, hardly any new girls, which is unfortunate, but... Yeah, sad, but yeah. What about old... What about old Swimmy? What's he doing? Featuring... Oh, yeah. What about him? He's like, uh, Swum. He has, apart from his This Is and Swum Radio, he's on Lush Lo-Fi, Lo-Fi Hip Hop, Coding Mode, which is a Hans Zimmer takeover, and the Lo-Fi Garden. So he's on four. Hmm. Oh, wow. would, I, would I personally say that Jin Sang, New, New Yabes, and Swum are better than Hoffy Beats? Yeah, personally. I think that they deserve that more. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Coding mode. Is this like an, an what if I did all, coding mode Hans Zimmer takeover? So Hans Zimmer puts yeah. room on his coding mode hand. Hans Zimmer code. You don't know that. Dude, I didn't know that Hans Zimmer code coded was coding. <laughs> wow. What a fucking ridiculous playlist. Come on. Yeah. Let's get I mean, someone who creates like massive orchestral scores for movies. The, the other the thing is like when when i was uh when i was i mean i've been i've been um diving deep into data and statistics and especially screenshot is my favorite um uh thing in the world when it comes to chartmetric website or to the chartmetric website because it, it really has changed through the years as well in the sense of you know the appearance initially like i think if you remember when I shared the, some screenshots from like three, four years ago on, on Discord, they were like, whoa, that shit looks weird as fuck. You know, back in the golden days where, you know, vinyl digital was yeah. dominating everything that was out there. Um, you know, back then, like, I think, because we need to say it, uh, is that uh, Jazz Vibes used to be a 200-track playlist out of which 80 was from vinyl digital. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, out of all these playlists where we see uh, a pretty adamant and, and evident takeover from this Firefly Entertainment mm. company. That was the next thing that, that we went into with the, yeah, with the Lo-Fi. I, I showed uh, him Chartmetric and he yeah. lost his mind, or her mind. It yeah, could yeah. be a girl. I know, I, I don't care who it is, but this person You can just mind. say them. You, th- yeah. Let's just call them they, them for the they sake of, of inclusion. Uh, so, the only playlist that is actually still unaffected where you can actually listen to 
don't know, organic shit, mm. or you know that, you know, like real artists or, or something that, for me, it also serves as a, as a nice um, digging uh, playlist. It's the lo-fi hip-hop playlist. Yeah. Lo-fi hip-hop playlist. Which has like a little bit, and you can tell from the amount of followers as well, because it's like it only has like half a million, and it's growing like very slowly as well. Like of course you can put the um, the link on Sharpmetric, and you will see they don't have like massive gains, like thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand followers a day. Yeah. So usually these playlists are like the ones that are you know pretty low in priority. Uh, I definitely know uh, for a fact. But I cannot really reveal my my source that you know instrumental hip hop or whatever we're doing now it's not really a priority mm-hmm. for Spotify or any other streaming platform. It hasn't been for a while. It has been a genre that caught everybody by surprise in the sense of like both on Spotify and Apple Music. Like, oh, what's happening there? Like, who's listening to that shit? Like, what is it? Yes, yeah. just instrumental. Um, we did some moves in the sense of like trying to well no not, i wouldn't say capitalizing but for the lack of a better word uh by creating all these editorial playlists and this and that so there was like some sort of like i would say virtual support because it wasn't actual support yeah uh, for the genre and there were people who you know kept curating the stuff i think the uh since we're talking about ogs we can talk about uh a curator og Mm-hmm. which was Athena uh, back in the golden days of Spotify. Athena Kumis, I think Kumis is her last name. Um, you know, when she was in Spotify and she was curating that stuff and nobody really knew what was happening there. Uh, and this, she was the one who basically uh, more or less brought chill hop music into the foreground. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but after she left, then, you know, things just took, um, took a different way. Uh, same within you know when it came to like creating stuff of course same with the generation but it just expanded into something different that we saw today so yeah it's 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 quite interesting and and i like the fact that um you know like you said um basically like you said the fact that he they don't seem to be a producer so that's actually maybe the first recorded time in in lo-fi history <laughs> that, 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 that the audience is actually like the audience like a listener is actually involved into this and it's not just it's not pissing off cunt producers like us anymore just or yeah. just us anymore this is like people start noticing about it and it's like hey what's happening to my favorite music you're fucking yeah. it up yeah you know what i mean uh, which is definitely great, and that's why I said like it's the first time in recorded lo-fi history. Because until now, everybody knew that you know 101 percent of our audiences were passive listeners in the sense of like there's like 20 big playlists that we listen, and we just you know yeah uh, <clears throat> just join and just listen, and nobody gives a fuck, and nobody follows uh, any any producers. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's that's something that I would have like coming into this I guess I would can still consider myself kind of new to the genre you know like I've, I've explained in previous lives I came across like chilled cow and stuff and realized that that was a genre that 
I, I enjoy um, before I even started making it. But that was when I, that was when I like Spotify allowed me to dive deep into you know the artists like I've mentioned like HM Surf and stuff like that. But I think if that was to happen now, listening to you know jazz vibes or because I admittedly I don't listen to those playlists. They they don't interest me anymore. There's no me neither. They, it's, it's... I, I couldn't put that on shuffle and be like, yeah, this is fantastic. Um, and that's kind of disappointing. I wonder if, you know, if, if the time was different and I came into this now, whether I would be so keen to kind of jump in and make my own stuff, seeing how, how the state that everything is at the minute. And I think that's the that's the point. Yeah, that's... Is it in a state at the moment? Yeah, that's that's a, that's another can of worms right there yeah like if you just landed into the scene right now and it's like oh this is like this is a great genre and i would like to do some music and whatever i, I wouldn't even know where to start in that like where to how to open that can of worms it's like yeah. i mean from what i see it's like there's been a lot of us i would say including myself as a label not as an artist i'm a joke when it comes to honesty, uh, I've been around for a while. Got zero fucking support from anyone, um, especially, you know, streaming uh, streaming platforms. Yeah. I mean, there is like the occasional, um, how should I say, placement here or there. Not not gonna lie, like I definitely appreciate that, but it hasn't been as evident as obvious and or as I'm I'm, I'm lost for words today, honestly. It's not as evident as, as with other labels that they have, they're out there and and basically they're getting placement, you know, uh, effortlessly. Yeah. See what I did there. <laughs> but the, the same goes uh, with with with, um, yeah. with Lo-Fi Girl as well. Um, there yeah, was yeah, a but it's like. It, that... no, go, go ahead, on. sorry. Uh, no, it's it's when it comes to like let's say the big guys or the big guns, you know, like Lo-Fi Girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. These guys, of course, they couldn't give a fuck about you know getting placed on the Torah playlist because they have like pretty big playlists in the sense of like you know of course you know, Lo-Fi Girl being the pioneer of like a huge playlist that has like shitloads of followers yeah um, then chill hot music you know they have like big playlists as well but you know their, their growth is a lot uh, significantly slower when you know if you yeah. compare it to uh, uh, lo-fi girl um, then you have college music you know the guys have been pretty cool and have been around the scene uh, for a while mm. I would say a little bit I don't re- re- exactly remember the story but I think it's like they, uh, for me they kind of like popped up the same time that lo-fi girl or chill cow popped up maybe they were like chill cow was there I don't know whatever but you don't see them getting like any any editorial love anywhere but mm-hmm. and 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 having a big playlist, a big third-party playlist on your own playlist, it's not really an excuse for any streaming platform to say, oh, I'm just going to casually exclude this guy and that guy and whatever. Or, yeah. yeah, when it comes to these guys, we're going to have a lot less tracks because they're big enough. But then there's like a label that shows up like six months ago and they have like fucking 40 tracks on a playlist. And you're like well you know and then you're getting how should i say 
and then you you're getting triggered if somebody calls you out for payola i mean come on mm. man i think that that's the kind of problem is that there's just so much there's just so much music coming out in this scene um and this is something i witnessed a conversation last night where someone that is a part of lo-fi girl was was pissed that it's getting to a point where they're actively encouraging their artists the same old artists to release album after yeah. album after album yeah and you know we see that with you know labels outside of, of lo-fi girl yeah. where they're releasing compilation after compilation after compilation every track on the compilation released as a single and yeah i always like straight up over the weekend i completely just wiped my fucking spotify of, of lo-fi people apart from the people that i genuinely genuinely cared about because yeah my release radar was getting absolutely ridiculous i've always been an advocate yeah. for supporting artists and i i loved yeah. following new people and, and discovering new guys in the, uh, and girls in the scene yeah yeah but it's now got to a point where i had I told you didn't I last week I had yeah, 115 yeah. tracks on my release radar and 53 to 55 of them were lo-fi tracks yeah and you're like fuck that yeah and like I, yeah. I'm pretty pretty loud that I listen to music outside of lo-fi and that music yeah. is being drowned out I, I you know I want to know what my 2005 emo bands are doing now I don't really care what you know Tom Dick and Harry lo-fi beats is doing because I know that give same, it a week they'll have an album's yeah. worth of tracks for me to catch yeah. up on yeah. and I think that that's something that this Lo-Fi Jesus guy was talking about as well is that there's just so fucking much people are just pumping out they're just pumping it out and how can you care yeah, exactly. the music that you're making yeah. if you know and this is what this other person was talking about last night that how can you go and release an album and be like oh this this means so much to me like this is so you know such a good album i spent so much time creating this and then a week later they're saying exactly the same thing about their next album exactly and you know we've said this before you've got artists that take years to release something and mm. <laughs> you know we're just chasing that fucking monthly listener number because if we don't release something in a week everyone's forgotten about us it moves on so quickly and i think that in itself is the issue that yeah it is nobody or there's a very small percentage of artists that i feel actually genuinely care about the art that they're putting out there they spend the time to create a story about it they spend time you know honing their sound creating something genuinely unique and putting that out there and being like hey listen to this and then yeah you know they're talking about that for weeks months until they even yeah. think about starting their next project and I personally would like to see more of that, more more of artists taking time to create. You know, if you want to create a beat a day, go for it. Like that's awesome. That's 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 practice. That's you know working on your craft. That's maybe learning new skills, doing new production and stuff like that. You don't have to release it. You you can just keep yeah. it. You you could create a bat like a folder of fifty tracks. And then find the ones that really stand out to you as an artist, the ones that really say, this is the story that I want to tell. This is who I am as an artist. This is how I how I tell my story. And release those tracks and, and tell everyone how special it actually is without then in a week's time, or here's another 
15 tracks, here's another EP, or here's another compilation yeah. release. Yeah. A lot no, of like, thought... the, like that, like that, they will be able, like, exactly, just to add to what you said, it's like, people will understand how special it is to you. Exactly. Like, and this is some, what some, someone mentioned in the chat is that's how you would be able to build your fan base because yeah. they might not hear from you for two months and then you come out with a project that is genuinely good because you've spent all that time working on it. Yeah. And that's going to have more impact on people that listen to you than, oh, here's another track with this label, here's another track with this label, here's another track with that, here's compilation release, yeah. here's a... And, you know... It's hard to keep up with people that release weekly, but I do understand that the way that things are going at the moment, you have to do that in order to to stay relevant. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 just like a relevancy thing at the end of the day. Nothing more, nothing less. You know, and it's. it's I just, it's, I part of me. Just it, it's it. sad that it's sad, it's sad that a streaming platform. Because we're talking about one fucking streaming platform all yeah. this fucking time, and it's fucking Spotify, can dictate to you as an artist what to do. Yeah. Or let's just say, let me rephrase that. Let's say allows. No, you you allow a streaming platform to tell you how to approach your art. Yeah. Which I think is. It's it's. Sad. It's ridiculous and sad and funny and and but you know the main vibe that I'm getting it's just like it's just like fucking sad. Like you said, like I I I have nothing against people with you know that they want to release every week. You know, fucking knock yourself out, man. Like burn your brains out. Release the same release what you want to release every week. Yeah. Nevertheless, there's been like I would say personally three four people like that that I that I watched. You know, releasing, pumping shit after shit after shit, saying shit, meaning like, you know, joints or tracks or whatever you want to call it. I personally don't, how should I say? I, I don't see that much of a, you know, difference in, in the sense of like quality or, or uh, variation or production techniques or something like that. Like it's, it's like the same in the sense of it takes me maybe like, a month to come up with something but and the next month that i will you know release something else as well it's gonna sound the same but that is me like i'm not even a fucking musician you know what i mean like th that shit coming from me for you know it's expected but it's it, that's just me but you being like uh, you know multi-instrumentalist or whatever and your shit sounds the same and you put it out, you put out the same shit every week. I mean, you you also cannot, you also don't put it out. It, it's fine. Yeah. That, I, I don't know if it makes sense what I'm saying, but it's it's. I feel like you're saying that it kind of does them a disservice as a as a musician. That yeah, you know, exactly. Just by chasing this stuff. fucking yeah, chasing this fucking number. Because <clears> what the fuck is like a, you know. It's it's a fucking number, man. Because why isn't everybody talking about Apple Music? Because Apple Music doesn't share any fucking numbers on artist yeah. profiles. And I think that it is the healthier option to do that. And I've come across like artists who come to release with me, and they're like the way by the way they would talk about something, you would understand they just only 
you know, referring to Spotify. And like, dude, like, first of all, you're being highly demanding in the sense, you know, what we said previously, like, oh, put me there and put me that in the playlist and whatever and post of the Instagram and blah, blah, blah. And you don't do this and that. And literally, and I've tested with a couple of people, like I would just put their shit on Spotify and not put them on, on, on the Apple playlist or the Deezer playlist or the Tidal playlist or whatever. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody came to me and was like, Paul, why isn't my track on your, your Apple music playlist? Because yeah, I'm broke as fuck and I don't have money to, to spend. Like, I don't want to spend money on Apple music. You know, don't. Yeah. But, you know, check, checking if your track is on a playlist, it's, it's, it's like, it takes you like, I don't know, two minutes on Google. It's yeah. not that bad. It's not that difficult. So this is something I've seen with other artists as well. Um, especially when I, cause I've started to make sure that my playlists are at least on Deezer. I haven't got an Apple Music subscription myself yet, um, but I plan yeah. to do that with our and stuff. But what I've noticed is the amount of artists that don't put their music on platforms other than Spotify is mind-boggling. Yeah, I, 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 I use, um, I think it's called Tune My Music that just transfers the Spotify plays from Deezer. Every time yeah. I do that, yeah. there's at least one or two tracks that just aren't available on Deezer. And I'm like, yeah. it costs you nothing. Like, Ooh, if you release with Discord, obviously it costs you a yearly subscription, whatever. Let's say you release with Bruno free, they take some, some of your whatever's um, royalties. You have the option to tick every single DSP. Exactly. Why aren't you? Why wouldn't why you? <laughs> why wouldn't like, you? I find that really strange that people are just like, I want it to be on Spotify, Apple Music, okay. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I take all of them for every single one of the releases that I do. I don't know if anyone from Russia is listening to my music on Yandex, but at least it's there. Yeah, fuck I, it. I, yeah. <laughs> I think Yandex is Russian. That might be Chinese. It is. No, that's that's yeah. Like, having your music available to, to any potential fans wherever they are seems like a no-brainer. But, like, some of these artists are just like Spotify, Apple Music, that's it. That's all I care about. It seems like some of these artists just have no brains. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's, <laughs> it's strange. Like, I get it. Spotify has a lot yeah. of the market share. Bit. to not let, just... me, let me just qu quickly go through uh, some of the comments because I don't want people to think yeah, yeah. it's like send the stuff without uh, so technica I think this was like from uh, you know a bit earlier isn't it strange that they're not really that there's not really hype around artists nowadays only around tracks there are so many beat makers common listener people don't really care anymore yes this is like a hundred percent sadly and I think this this is not just how should i say um i wouldn't initially maybe like a few years ago i would think that that was like um, the case that it came with the genre um but i think the 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 beat makers themselves along with the the, the streaming platforms we kind of like endorse it consciously or subconsciously in the sense of like by what you you what we've been just, we've been talking about the past you know five ten minutes that you go into this mode of keep releasing and keep releasing. So if you make like a hundred releases in three months, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not special anymore. No. So nobody's going to be what you're not going to have like hardcore fans. that are going to be waiting for that next lazy boy loops release, whatever, because fucking lazy boy loops pumps out a fucking track the same way he pumps out turds. Yeah. 
you know, like you go for a shitter. Maybe not. You go, you go take a shit, like you go take a shit, you pop out a track, boom, that's it. So it's like, if it's that easy, then it's not, there, it's not special. Maybe, you know, maybe you're that good that you can do it so effortlessly. <laughs> yeah. But at the, at the end of the day, uh, you know, come on, man. Like you yeah. said, you know, put him on the side. You don't have to pump them. I mean, if you have like a fucking hundred tracks right now, you the best thing you can do at least you can make a nice little schedule for you. You can take the next year off producing if you know exactly. what I mean. like schedule everything out and then just chill, chill the fuck out and just pretend, oh, I've been working for this last month. Yeah. <laughs> the it's thing fun. is like we've said Nobody... previously, like yeah. marketing is a huge part of of the music as well. Like create like yeah, exactly you tracks, boom. You've now got a shit ton yeah. of time that you can do to push all this stuff out and really get that in front of you. Exactly. Not just people on playlists, because we're all very much aware that playlists are very are passive. You could work on yeah. building connections with, you know, tastemakers, other influencers on platforms to, you know, use that time to, to get your music out to audiences that actually care about that music and think, okay, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. I'm going to follow what they do. Exactly. Or you can just take your fucking time to what we were, discuss, what we were talking about in the previous lives. That oh, sorry, Instacasts because we want this to fucking take up. Instacast. Uh, Instacast. Uh, focus on your fucking brand, bro. Mm. Nice and easy. Make sure everything is is the same, is cohesive. Like you have a SoundCloud account, you have an Instagram account, you have a fucking YouTube account. Like, can I find you on every like? It's every place that I find you online, a gateway to your other profiles. That's also like pretty important. I mean, there's also like yeah. some people who who say, fuck it, you know, I'm only going to be on Instagram. Which is, sure, you know, everybody can do their, their everybody can do whatever they, they fucking want at the end of the day. Um, the way that I see it, and I'm pretty sure you see it like that, is, is the same concept with this sort of like DSP checkbox. Mm-hmm. I mean, fucking do it. Why not? At the end of the day, you don't have to have like a an active account on Instagram if you don't like Instagram. You know, you can just have a profile. So some people do it, like including me, we just do a profile on TikTok or whatever just to make sure nobody takes that username, yeah. for example. Like you, so you can claim it; it's your identity anyway. I mean, I've I'm, my example is like I haven't properly done it for. I haven't properly done it, full stop. Therefore, instead of being able to have, like, let's say, a cohesive handle across all these different platforms, it's like Pueblo Vista, one word, Pueblo dash Vista, Pueblo underscore Vista. And it's like, yeah, I mean, my fucking Facebook is Pueblo Vista X. <laughs> like, I didn't, I, you can see the amount of effort that I put there yeah. as well. So. Uh, it's like, come on. So it's, it's, yeah. I, mean, I have it, a Facebook page. I don't happens. use it. I think yeah, I exactly. cross Me neither. from Instagram. Mate, that's exactly what I'm fucking doing. That's exactly it. Like, post it on Instagram. That's it. I mean, yeah. I would, I would have done the same thing for Twitter, but fucking Twitter, for some reason, does not post videos. It just posts a fucking link to link. the Instagram post. And you're like, come on, dude. There and then you, I have to go use. in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll send you a link to something. You can get it so it just pulls the video natively and posts it to Twitter. Yeah, this I I used to use like a couple of 
these sort of like multi-social media poster thingies? Yeah, this is this is um, I use it for this than that. Oh, oh, is it like one of your, uh, secret tricks, like the, the other Not algorithm really. trick? It, that it's like a, okay. it's essentially just like coding, but for people that can't code. And you just basically type yes. in if I post to Instagram, then post a native image or video onto Twitter. Just right. that simple. And then it just automatically nice. every time you post on Instagram, it'll trigger the the thing and it'll push it through to to Twitter. I should probably set something so, up like that as well. Dude, yeah, I mean, I think, question for the chat, how much money would you pay for that? Don't send your music to other platforms and people don't check those, at least when I tried to remove one of my older songs that doesn't, doesn't disappear from all platforms. I think sending to and removing is a very different um, yeah, process. Yeah, it uh, is. It it's, it's it's very hard, especially if you use things like DistroKid that probably get hundreds of thousands of requests and tracks a day. Like that every day. Um, yeah. You know, being having this, uh, having a release on DistroKid and then having a release through Dashgo, um, it takes way longer for DistroKid to get it into stores because they have so much that they're going through. Whereas obviously Dashgo yeah. is very specific to this particular genre, so it only takes a couple of days. Yeah. That kind of is the same process with removing, but it's worse because it's up yeah. to the platform to actually pay attention to that. And I would probably say like 30% of the time they don't. So yeah, you kind of really removal, chase it. Yeah, with removal, it's like every platform has a different uh, update cycle. Yeah. So, you know, with usually when you release something out, it goes out pretty fast to everybody. I mean, the fastest one that I've seen is usually Apple. It goes within 24 hours, you see it. And then it's, it's Spotify and then everybody else. But when it comes to removing the stuff, yeah, if it's like, I mean, Yandex are pretty straightforward and they actually uh, moved, um, uh, they actually uh, moved light years forward in their support. Uh, most of them speak English now, which is great. Uh, so if you have like issues in, you know, with removing anything, you can just uh, send an email to the support yeah. team and they can really get on it really fast. Yeah. I, remember I mean, if, I if the request is there like from that. your distributor, they will usually follow it through. Exactly. So uh, it's, it's really straightforward. Like what, what else do we have? Let's see. Uh, like a lot of us need to build our own dedicated brands, fan base in conjunction with labels, etc. Integrated. This is like Lulu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I yeah this is yeah we talked about this like extensively i think that we we talk about this every every yeah. other uh no in every fucking life that we do actually uh yeah it's it's very important it's very important if you want to i think for me and this is like i i i don't really accept any half-baked shit um you're an artist you put your music out there you have to work for your brand you're a brand yeah uh if you think just slapping a cool photo on your profile picture and then that's that you think that works for you if that works for you you know go ahead and do it uh but uh, it's usually that's it's, that's not the way it works like it you're a brand and you need to take care of your brand and your brand evidently grows with you too in the sense of yeah um for example maybe a bad example but whatever justin bieber he doesn't have the same branding that he had like 10 years ago. 
10 years ago, he was branded more of like, you know, this sort of like teenage girl, singer, hard yeah. throb, whatever, whatever. Now, you know, he's like more of the grown up, but his branding evolved with him, like the imagery, the, 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 the artwork that he would use, the lettering, you know, the, the typography, like all the stuff yeah. that comes with it. it. It's not just like, oh, I don't have a professional photographer friend to take photos. No, it's, I mean, it's lo-fi. You don't really need a photograph. Yeah. whatever come on like you can go on fucking google google any fucking shitty anime whatever and just cut it and just put it on your happy <laughs> come on man yeah <laughs> by the way i got a set of yeah go ahead sorry no go on let's let's see no i got a set i got a set of uh of t-shirts off zone <laughs> with anime stuff i just found a, a honeypot <laughs> of prints <laughs> i just ordered like fucking 10 of them <laughs> my wife saw that shit. She was like, oh, colors. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, I need to move away from black. I used to work on a lot of black stuff yeah. all the time. Yeah. And uh, she was like, oh, if, if you would have bought that stuff for me, I would never wear it. I'm like, yeah, that's why I didn't buy it for you. There are so aspects to, aspects yeah. to building a brand, um, even yeah. down to... The, the color theming on your Instagram. Yes. Um, you yes. know, making sure. Uh, one one great example, I guess, would be Monofy. Um, every single post that he does has yeah. a purple like hue to it, so you can go to his page and yeah. see that. You know, it's the same yeah. with even yourself. Um, you used yeah. to have the the orange borders around all of your posts. You could scroll through your feed and see that it was all uniform. You had that kind of yeah. color theory going on. Yeah. And. You know, something as subtle as just a, a filter on your pictures as you're releasing an EP or something that then evolves yeah. as you change, you know, you're, you're releasing the next one, that the next EP or album that is more green toned. Yes. So change your Instagram to be a bit more like green to, to be to, yes. to show that evolution and stuff like that. And like, yeah, there's, there's just so much to to you know building their brand like what we're doing now we're not doing we're, yeah, exactly. we're doing this because it's kind of fun but we're also doing it because yeah. at the end of the day we're trying to build our brand um you know the blog posts that i write i'm not doing well i mean yeah. i do enjoy writing and it's something that i do enjoy doing yeah. but i'm doing that because i'm trying to build my brand out there as something that's a bit more you know more involved in the community and trying to help out and stuff like that and that's yeah. something that yeah over the past i'd probably say yeah i realized that people kind of like to hear people speaking out um yeah you know yeah, we've, yeah. we've already had a couple of people in the comments say that you know it's nice to see people talking about this and yeah. yeah that's exactly what i enjoy doing i kind of like seeing how things are evolving how things are moving and if it's yeah. good i'll praise that if it's not good i'll say <laughs> we'll throw, yeah fuck it man we'll throw shit at it again i mean we're not we're not fucking we're not jesus but still, <laughs> you know, no, but we're, uh, we're sliding into uh, Jesus DMs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> me, me and Jesus are like this, bro. <laughs> exactly. So, so no, nah, it's it's really cool. Like, there has to be some sort of like um, somebody has to speak about out about stuff. I mean, we're not trying to be crusaders or no. martyrs or anything like that. We just like. We just like to speak out. I mean, every everybody speaks out about everything, you know, this past 10 years. So maybe if we start speaking about stuff that are really important to what we are doing, yeah. maybe people are going to 
find some sort of like truth behind it or guidance or whatever. I mean, we well, can always say that, you know, we're not specialists at what we do. We just, we're embedded into the scene. We, we, we work, we're in part of the scene as, you know, artists, label owners, whatever. There's like a hundred thousand different sources where we get our information as well, because we tend to, I mean, that's the good thing with when it comes to the label level is like, we tend to talk with a lot more people than usually you know, the average artist would talk to. Yeah. So it's not like a, like an echo chamber. I mean, our echo chamber is a lot bigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I, we definitely have some, some people like who's consistent in the audience and listen mm. to our stuff. I mean, that's part of the echo chamber as well. But yeah. uh, I, I know there's other people who, you know, find out about us, for example, you know, and us talking about that shit. From other people, it's like, oh yeah, you know, Paul and Aaron are shooting this shit, and they said yeah. this about that guy, whatever. And I totally agree. Like, it's people will attract themselves uh, to to controversy and to drama. We we <laughs> as humans, we just love people getting fucked. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, and then sometimes it's it's you know making wholesome content is not as uh, as cool as, as some other kids Calling someone however like fuck it yeah yeah at, at the end of the day it's like I don't know I don't know if you heard about this um, do you know this YouTuber Nikocado Avocado no I heard about him anyway uh, you can look him up like he's he's a he's, he does mukbang videos right and uh, he over advertised himself as, as gay as well I mean he's gay you know good for him and he made like a, he also made like a, an OnlyFans account. And I've seen his asshole more times than I should have seen anybody's asshole because there was like a trend at some point on Twitter that people would just post his OnlyFans content. Anyway, long story short. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's context, people. <laughs> that's context. <laughs> long story short, I like butt stuff now. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, I don't even know where I was going with this anyway. Uh, like he was, uh, he started off as playing, oh yeah, content. Uh, you know, he, I think he played, he plays the violin and he would do like videos like that and some sort of like a deep thought stuff and whatever. But the moment he started like doing like mukbang videos and then crying and bitching about something, he saw that people were gravitating towards this content. Like, you know, they would love this sort of like drama, yeah. him exploding, whatever. And now he reached a point after like, I don't know, because uh, he broke out in around 2018. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know if I, I don't think I ever told you this, but I'm pretty big when it comes to, uh, I watch a lot of commentary channels on, on YouTube. I just, I just love this fucking, I, I love how, how that platform has evolved and the, the people yeah. who are in this platform, you know, from the Paul brothers to that guy. Mm -hmm. uh, it's my no-brainer content like when I, I yeah. just want to like I, I just don't want my brain to function properly or just to like numb it down I just watch shit like that that's <laughs> what I do. garbage. <laughs> exactly I'm a drone uh, so yeah and, and he started like doing stuff like that and the dude like he must have gained like I don't know 150 kilos since then like I think it's like in pounds he's, he's like close to 300 pounds now and he was like what 80 pounds well not, no 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 i think what is it like a pound is the like two pounds is like one kilo and yeah he's close to 300 and he was like a hundred and something like he was like a thin skinny boy 
and now he's like fucking like he has like his chin has a chin you know what i mean <laughs> but again this is like I, i'm just trying to highlight how people anyway i think we can kill that segment uh people just try to focus on shit rather than actual stuff yeah but at the end of the day i think what we can take from this is like you know shit like that will kill you because the guy's like you know he traded his fucking health eating like i don't know 10 eating for like for fast foods like like that but anyway yeah, fuck yeah. no I, i get what you're saying like people will gravitate more towards that controversy and that drama but at the same time yeah. i kind of feel like there are people there that that have these thoughts about you know like going back to what we're doing like you know the um yeah. the, the lo-fi scene people will have these thoughts and feelings but they might not necessarily feel like other people think that and then they're sitting there thinking oh, am i am i wrong thinking this am i you know is this something that yeah. i really should be yeah. thinking about something i'm trying to get involved in and the fact that we're hey uh, the fact that we are just straight up um <laughs> calling out the bullshit <laughs> maybe people are coming along being like oh shit no people do think this too um yeah and it kind of i've had a few people come to me when i shared the fucking lo-fi jesus thing uh, of people saying yeah like lo-fi is going to the dogs um and you know times where we've shared specific things within our installs i've had people come and say yeah totally agree with what you're saying and i'm glad that you're saying stuff like that because it needs to be said like i think there are artists that are getting sick of this weekly cycle that's happening um yeah but they don't know how to escape it and i think that's the kind of big issue yeah hopefully yeah it will die out but unfortunately and this kind of moves on to something that i wanted to push us into next um it's not going to i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon because of the opportunities yeah. that are available to people and this kind of goes on to something that you posted earlier this week about milestones <laughs> which i think might have <laughs> some sadness <laughs> so like you know you posted some stories that was like uh oh it's milestone it was... season and yeah, yeah. you know oh i've received my million from my one release on <laughs> lo-fi lo-fi girl oh fuck me and yeah, you know uh... yes you followed it up by being like no shade like get get you know celebrate these milestones but and also understand where they're coming from exactly yeah. and i Be think realistic. that again is a big thing that that this genre is that there's we've we've discussed this before there's a lot of fakery in this genre yeah, yeah. um i mean i i'm verified how the fuck am i verified we all know that how that works or we have some indication yeah. of how that works personally i'm not going to say but i think you you're more than happy to say how how you know you yeah. you can burn that bridge if you want whatever but <laughs> well everybody knows i think i was pretty vocal about it i just told you exactly. to hook me up for that i gave yeah. my passport and all that whatever I, there was a couple of press the... mentions and it happened it seems though it seems though it it <laughs> seems though that this is actually a lot easier than that but you know judging by the the the, the amount and frequency of verifications just flying around like so you, i don't remember yeah. like Yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, there's like there's, there's a lot of um there's a lot of fakery in this. It yeah, not yeah. not in a negative way, but it, it 
these milestones that a lot of people are posting are unfortunately they're great they're great for these people don't get me wrong yeah, yeah. I, I'm so happy that you're hitting a million I'm so happy that you've managed to get from zero to a million in three months great you do you that's, that is awesome but it's yeah. when it seems like they aren't they're more than happy to be like oh, I want to thank my fans or all these people that listen to me blah 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 yeah. and it's like yes great you've got a million awesome but you've just been put on this playlist you've been yeah, put yeah, on yeah. this playlist millions of streams have come from the hundreds that of thousands playlist. of people that listen to this playlist while they're cooking sleeping yeah. whatever blah 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 exactly you can't be serious by being like oh my fans thanks to all my fans oh my god yeah, yeah. am I being bitter 100 fucking percent would I love to be in that position of Fuck being that. able to no, celebrate no. Three, uh, a million streams in three months yeah you know, I want to get that bag. Um, but I think when that happens to me, because it, it's inevitable, um, I, if I keep pushing, if I keep getting on more playlists, and I'm inevitably going to hit that million, I'm not going to be like, I want to thank all my fans. I want to thank all of the playlists that I've managed to get myself on. Or, you know, the labels <laughs> that have carried me. Exactly. You're like a, yeah, a sweet yeah. little baby to, to the, to the yeah, million. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. I think that, in a way, is what I find most frustrating. Not that you're hitting these milestones before me, not that you're, you know, you're getting that bag, you're getting your bread, whatever the fuck. It's that pe- they seem to just blindly be ignoring the fact that they've been, they found themselves in a position where they can achieve that very easily by being close to and getting heavily involved with basically simping certain people um yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if we're, exactly. we're going to go back to our let's get cancelled roots getting on their knees and sucking the right dick you know yeah um, yeah yeah and if that makes me bitter i will hold my hands up and say absolutely i'm bitter um yeah. but i kind of don't want to put myself in that position where i'm putting all of my eggs in one basket um because that's in a sense what it is because as we've spoken about before that fucking lo-fi elevator you could be fucking shooting to the top in, in those three months. But if you yeah, don't, you again, going back to the last conversation, if you don't keep hammering that and creating the same shit for this specific playlist, for this specific curator, for this specific label, you're just going to get put in the bin. And yeah. there's a part of me that's like, where's the passion in that? And again, we're, we're kind of cycling back around to what we've just said previously. Um, you know, you fart in the same shit out in a, in, in a week, in a month. What's Where's the passion? Where This is just another nine to five at this point. You're, you're creating music for somebody else to get a paycheck. You're creating something. You're, you're building something for someone else so you can get paid. That isn't, in my opinion, what musicians and what artists should be doing they should be making music for themselves they should be making music for you know for fans if they have them and and building up a fan base if you're sitting there every month creating 60 to 100 tracks for a specific label playlist genre well like type of style yeah you might as well just call it a job yeah. I don't. I know being mm. being a musician, being an artist is 
a job in itself once it gets to the point where you are earning that money yeah but there's got to be that passion in it as well and i kind of it bums me out that you know these kids kind of come from nothing find that they can get put on this massive playlist that will get them you know hundreds of tens to 50 to 100,000 streams a day and just pumping that stuff out for someone that you know has spent years playing playing music playing instruments learning yeah how you know even my my music production i've learned all that from scratch and and how to you know carve out frequencies to make things come through how you know you have this frequency spectrum when you're creating music that if you're putting a, yeah. a shit turn into you know the high mids or whatever it's going to sound trash you know and, and the intricacies of that yeah that you know i love doing that i've put so much time and effort into that but then you know for these kind of splice wave people to come along and kind <laughs> of cheat and get to the front of the line i don't know maybe i am better no it's no i would just say this um <clears throat> i definitely I, i'm gonna try to unpack what you just said yeah yeah, um, I say I said <laughs> what yeah it's 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 okay like um it's they're like everything else in this fucking life you know stuff things you know uh, the media that we use the tools that we use the processes that we use evolve you know it's not like the internet from 15 20 years ago yeah is the you know broadband internet you have fiber optics you have dsls you have, there's no dial-up computer dial-up modem like i came from a, you you you've experienced that as well so yep. it's there's been great strides that have been made <clears throat> also you know in music like there used to be a time that for you to listen to a specific record you had to own that physical record yeah <clears throat> that was it um so now, of course, like we do as, you know, as a race or as, as musicians, we definitely let the technology and the media and all that stuff dictate our course, mm -hmm. let's say, through time or through whatever the fuck we do. Um, I definitely agree with you with everything that you said. I don't think we're being bitter. Um, I don't think, I don't think saying that, um, what you just said makes you sound bitter at all. I'm pretty sure that a person who you have just described hears what you said, he's going to think that about you. I don't think that Aaron sounds bitter. I'm pretty sure like the people in the chat in our little or bigger echo chamber don't <laughs> think that either. Um, it's just like what it boils down to me it's the same thing that's happening with Instagram verification now. Mm -hmm. You hitting a million monthly listeners or a million streams on Spotify right now, not special anymore. Yeah. It's the same shit. Because I see all these people like, you know, hitting the million monthly listener mark, which is a great achievement yeah, in, it, in and of itself. It's a great achievement. Like having like a fucking a million people listening to you every month. Like... 10 years ago, I couldn't even imagine that number because 10 years ago, there wasn't no SoundCloud. There was no, well, there was, I don't know, I'm getting, I'm getting too old. Um, yeah. yeah, but a little bit over 10 years ago, there was no SoundCloud. There was no YouTube. There was no fucking Spotify. There's no, the only thing that was, that existed back there in a sort of like 
global level was iTunes. Yeah. But then for your music to get into iTunes, you have to sign up your tracks to a label and they had connections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, could, they could put it there. Or you paid um, a shit ton of money, I think, to use CD Baby was one of the only... Or some shit like that. Yeah, users. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. TuneCore, you know, yeah. stuff like this. So, on the one hand, it's, it's great that you achieved that. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it's not that important. However, I think where both you and me uh, meet is in the fact that the importance of that achievement should be realistic in the sense of like exactly what you said, thanking your fans. Fuck off. (laughs) When I go into your fucking Spotify and you have like a couple of thousand followers and you're hitting like two million monthly listeners, you don't have any fans, bro. Or sister or whatever the fuck. You don't yeah. have fans. You cannot be thanking fans or thank you guys. Like, who's the guys? Is it the is it the fans? Is it me and you? Because we all know by now, no fucking lo-fi producer is happy with another lo-fi producer's success. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, the moment that you say something, and of course, you know, I'm, I'm joking uh, to a certain level, but the moment I would say like, like somebody like Aaron is posting like, oh, one million month listeners. And then I'm posting like fire emoji, fire emoji. Well deserved, bro. The, the moment I hit send, <laughs> the moment I hit send, I'm like, fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've, so, all, we've always said those comments. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. So let's not, let's just be realistic. Um, yeah, I like that's, that's and that, that was like that was the context of, of the stories that I posted uh, last week was that oh my god like my track reached like 10 million streams and it was like featured on on and it was like a release from Lo-Fi Girl oh my god thank you guys dude come on like if that motherfucker didn't put the track on his playlist he wouldn't have gotten that number you know that because and this is what we're trying to be like we're not being like old school or whatever because I remember back in the day when I used to DJ I started like with vinyl records and then CDs happened and every I, I remember the DJ generation that taught me to use records they were like this is for pussies and fuck that and you're not yeah. a real DJ if you use CDs dude it's the same principle it's just that the medium changed and after yeah. that it went to MP3s and then I understood it because because I used to travel back and forth in the UK with fucking two bags, well, two DJ cases full of fucking records, and I would have like what sixty tracks with me, and this sixty tracks was like fucking sixty kilos, and like yeah. fuck that, I'm gonna just see these. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the tools were became more were optimized even more where you could see like waveform in the cdjs or there's like uh you know dj software where they do like automated beat matching but again these are options that you can deactivate if you want and you can do yeah. your classic like my, my ideal dj setup now if i ever move out in a in a house by myself like if i if i own my own house would be to make like a dj corner even though i barely dj anymore but I'm just gonna have fucking Serato or some shit like that and two virtual vinyl records on mm-hmm. two turntables because this is how I wanna, you know, 
emulate this old school thing. Yeah. That's it. But it's it's not necessarily bad. And for a moment for 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 a long time I was thinking like are we being like these old DJ guys who are giving shit to the new medium, you know, by giving shit to by by talking trash or like mm. speaking up about stuff like this. I've been are, are we being the fucking muppet guys from yeah. the muppet show? <laughs> But yeah, we are definitely we are. Uh, but it's it's. I, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to say, my dude, just fucking try to be realistic about it in the sense well, of like. Yeah. Like, I don't want that shit on my feed in the way like. Of course, like you can say, oh, bro, if you don't like it, don't listen to my music, whatever. Yeah, that's why I'm unfollowing you. That's why you said you cleared out your. Yeah, that's why you said yeah you cleared out your 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 following list on Spotify because you were getting trash after trash. So we are going to use this option. We are going to unfollow you and un un undo this and undo that and whatever. Sure. But it doesn't have to be that way. That's what I'm saying. It's Well, I think so get getting something with Lo-Fi Girl, right? That that for yeah. some people is, you know, top tier. And yeah. we we're all very much aware how difficult it is and how very particular they are for their artists. So that in itself is a huge deal. That that's awesome that you've managed to get that. Mm. Their previous controversy aside, that's awesome that you've managed to get in that inner circle to a point exactly. where they're listening the you know, whoever it is is listening to your music and saying, Yes, we want to release this. And then putting yeah. it out there, you're getting that that monthly listeners, blah blah blah. And then, if someone was to come out and be like, "Secured Lo-Fi Girl got a hundred million. How cool is that? Hell yeah! Like, raise the roof. Here's some fire emojis. Well deserved, bro. Yeah. I'm not going to be bitter at that. I'm not going to be like, like, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm just going to be like, cool. You know. Yeah. Want to collab? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's that's. Oh, that's that's. Uh, it, it's good that you mentioned that because that's the other thing that we see. Like, one on one hand, for me, it's like. Exactly like you, in the sense of like, good for you, mate. You released that? Yeah, it's great for you. Now my cappuccino. Like, I wouldn't want to do that. I, I understand what the financial and exposure benefits might be. Mm -hmm. However, it's temporary. In the sense yeah. of, especially the exposure thing goes, you know, low-fi elevators, we talked about that. Like, it's like a drug. You need to keep pumping out shit with them, with lo-fi girl or any lo-fi girl, for you to stick in the numbers, to stay up in the numbers. And this is what's going to kill you in the long run when it comes to the the good old algorithm there because yeah. Spotify just sees this all the time while with other people it's like being consistent or there's like a consistent rise or a consistent fall or like they're flatlining or that's it. I'm personally, I've been flatlining for the past two and a half years. Like I've been on that fucking one mil monthly listeners for as long as I can remember, since the end of 2018 or beginning 2019. And my dude, this has been like almost like two and a something years. Like, and if there's something I will brag about is this. So if you're telling me, oh, you started last year and now you got a million and whatever. Okay, let's see you keeping that for two and a half, three yeah. years. Keep that. And then, we, you know, whatever. Uh, like. If you, if you want to call me bitter, meanwhile, you want to call me bitter? Like you said, by all means, call me a bitter old man. But again, how should I say? I don't give a fuck about you. 
Like, who who even are you to talk about whatever? You know what I mean? In, in yeah. the sense of like, I don't, I don't, I don't consider anybody competition. You know, like it's 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 whatever. So, I, and anything that that I would say mainly when 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 I criticize stuff, it really comes from the heart. Like if if my criticism includes a lot of bad words that are directed to a specific person, maybe that's like negative criticism. But mm. for the most part, I'm trying to be positive about stuff. Like, you know, yeah. wake up and smell the coffee. Because another big thing that none of these uh, guys like really, really understand is the fact is this, I mean, it's public data on Chartmetric, is the conversion to uh, convert the, the fan, the listener to fan conversion ratio. Like how many of these fans are you converting? Like yeah. I might have like a lot less streams than you, but my conversion ratio now is like, it's 3.5%. And you know, we all start with zero, but for that motherfucker to go to 3%, it <laughs> really needs a, a time. Like, and, and I have like 36,000 followers on Spotify right now as an artist. Yeah. So I think the yeah. point though is that we're not, we're not being better that you've hit that milestone what we're kind of being critical of in this specific scenario and you know if people yeah, follow the stream yeah. of stories that you posted earlier this week you're not being like oh shit milestone dude fuck you you're being like great that you've hit that milestone but just be conscious of where that milestone came from if yeah. you know if you've got that through lo-fi girl playlist if you've got that through other playlists or other labels that you've released with yeah like just thank them that's that's cool. yeah thank them yeah thank them don't thank the guys yeah exactly don't, don't thank <laughs> the fans or the guys or oh, thanks to everyone who listened <laughs> to be honest everyone who listened they don't care they're using this no they don't sleep <laughs> dude the majority exactly the majority of the people who listened they don't even know who you are so you just blindly thanking them through an Instagram post that they were most likely never seen their lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bit stupid, you know? It's like, yeah. you don't have to do that. I mean, and I, I, how should I say? Uh, I don't understand stuff like, oh, I'm, I'm young and I don't know better. And no, you're in this. If you're in the music business, you know, and you're trying to put your music out and do this and do that, you must know that kind of shit. Because if you come to me now after like a couple of years of you releasing and hitting all those milestones and this and that, and you're like, you're telling me, uh, mechanical royalties, what's that, Paul? I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. come on. If the, because th then you're basically proving my point, me saying that you're a douchebag and you don't know shit for shit. Yeah. So, what do you think this music is all about? It's just like Spotify and numbers there. Great. I mean, I remember when, when, when I first hit the, the 100 monthly listeners and I sent a screenshot to my mom on, on Messenger. And she was like, wow, that's like more people than they live in our block. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. And then, you know, that number kept going up and up. But I would, how should I say? I would send those screenshots to my folks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't post them on, on social media because I know like it's, I knew that there's, there's no we're, there's we're no true essence behind it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's okay. I, the only thing that I would post in terms of numbers and that I like flexing that is the, 
you know, when Spotify again comes up with this, you know, artist rap. This, I think this is what everybody should post. You know, you can post that. You can feel free to flex about it. The, 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 the streaming platform that hosts your music gives you that for free, which is great. You can have like an overview of what you did that year mm -hmm. uh, instead of you trying to, you know, hook up numbers and download CSV files and understand what's what's here and there. But yeah, I think other than that, just it's what you said earlier, like just just focus, focus on your shit. Mm. Yeah. We all we are all happy that, you know, you can get those milestones or we can get those milestones and it's great. And we're not saying that you shouldn't post about it and you should be happy about it or whether we like it or not. We live in a day and age where, I mean, people share their assholes on fucking social media. Why not? Like a few numbers, you know, it's like, <laughs> it won't hurt anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so I think so, being, yeah. being a, such like involved in this scene now, like, you know, my wife said to me, like, oh, you've hit 600,000 streams. Like that, that's absolutely like mind boggling and insane. But being, there's, I guess in a sense, it's like inflation. Like we know yeah, that if yeah, we get yeah. on a playlist that can give us like, you know, 10k plays a day, we know that we're going to be hitting those fucking streaming numbers within days. Yeah. And it it's kind of being aware that I think in a different genre or a different part of the music industry, hitting those numbers is mind-blowing. It but is. It is. Unfortunately, the, re the reality is yes, there's there's, there are big numbers that you can get within the lo-fi scene incredibly easy and it's that that I find the most disappointing part I guess <laughs> it, it's, it does yeah. bum me out a little because I would love you know if I told myself like 10 years ago you know you're going to make music that's going to be getting you know you're going to have 500,000 streams 500,000 listeners whatever 500,000 people are going to be listening to your music I'd be like fuck off don't do you listen to yeah, music that I like, create yeah, at this yeah, moment yeah. in time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's that slap of the face of reality where you, or, you know, when you kind of find the behind the scenes of how things work, when someone shows you a magic trick, it's like, oh, okay, it's just that, it's not as special anymore. And I kind of definitely feel like, for me at least, these like monthly listener numbers and, and you know, listener milestones are... The, the we know the how they do the trick we know how the magic behind it there is no magic behind yeah, it you yeah, just need yeah, to find yeah. the right people and you know you could call it networking if you want you network with the right people with the right labels with the right artists yeah you'll you'll hit those stuff and but that's absolutely fine <laughs> but for me personally i'm just like oh that sucks <laughs> no mate like it's it, it for me it's like how should i say um it's not i think any number is great you know what i mean like I have a million monthly listeners. You have like 50,000 monthly listeners. Doesn't matter. In the sense of like, it's a great number either way. Yeah. Like it's like, who would, like exactly what you said, like who would have thought like a year ago or two years ago before you start, you would have like 50,000 people on a monthly basis yeah. listening to your shit. Like how many people have you seen gathered in one spot at the same mm -hmm. time? Yeah. 10, 20,000 maybe? You've been in a big concert? I don't know. For me, like, I cannot... I should say, I think the biggest crowd that I've ever been in was, like, fucking... Uh, uh, 
it was like a, a music event in Newcastle, like fucking years ago, where Foo Fighters and Red Hot Chili Peppers played together. And there must have been, I don't know, like 40,000 people there, yeah. 50. I mean, even football stadiums, like the biggest one from my hometown that, that I come from, which is like on the rival team uh, that, from the one that I'm supporting, can get up to like 45,000 people. A fucking a million? That's a fucking, like, like yeah. imagine if it's like every month, every day, you would be in the fucking middle of the pitch playing a song. <laughs> I can't imagine. There's people <laughs> listening to it for like months. Just a Wembley Stadium just has... Yeah, yeah, you people are... Fight. Yeah, like you people are out of your fucking mind, let alone like a million or like, you know, don't go too far, like a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand. But it's just like, I find it very disappointing that this stupid number game instead of like having people you know check themselves or do this sort of like reality check it's like they you're talking about like a few thousand people a few thousand listeners as if it's nothing like ah oh, yeah you know like i have like four for 50k uh this guy has like 500k and this other guy has like 500,000 too and you're like dude like enjoy the fucking day and age that we live in yeah but be realistic about it like it's a, i don't know maybe it's like it's maybe maybe now i'm gonna sound a little bit like a super old man that doesn't get along with the times and maybe mm-hmm. because like you know between my generation and my my parents generation there there's been like some advancements but in my generation the future generation and my kid for example like the developments that happened mm-hmm. was like a hundred times fold faster. Like whether it's like to the tools, the technology, like fuck, we, we sent motherfucking Elon sends, sends fucking rockets around the earth and then the, the same rockets that just land on their ass. Yeah. And this is like technology that was developed in the last 10 years. And and what was something that uh, I I seen like <laughs> I seen like online like a meme like uh, if you think about it it took us billions of years to figure out how to send a rocket to the moon <laughs> and now within ten years we can make the same rocket come back and land on his ass yeah yeah it's so you're like what the fuck <laughs> yeah it, it's mad I think yeah we we kind of Gone off, but I, I think I think we can go ahead. 50% like, like you know, happy Critical. guys. But just be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just being realistic of where those numbers have come from. The achievement yeah. itself, fucking, yeah, so in, insane, so good, so proud of you, whatever. But you know. Just be realistic in in where you don't, don't be hacking your fans when it's all from a lo-fi yeah. girl playlist. Like, and, and that you know, getting a lo-fi girl release itself isn't a huge achievement, and kind of celebrate that because you sitting there and being like, oh, "I want to thank everyone that's listened." No, just no. thank that you've made this that impressed this person so much that they were 
happy to put you on their roster. You know that that itself, you know, is the achievement. Dude, we can we can we can just we can also demystify that as well now because releasing with Chilka used to be a pretty special thing because mm-hmm. it would happen within a very small circle of people. Like you had to release, you would get invited to the private Discord server. And then maybe there you would be able to pitch your release, and then it would be not everybody could do it. Yeah. Now it's open for everyone. Mm. So what used to be important and very special, the same way that the million monthly listeners was special, or the same way that the verified uh, Instagram checkmark was special, now it's not anymore. Now every yeah. fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry can pitch their shit and can be released. So there's no nothing special about it now. Yeah. That's it. That's why that was like my biggest man, I don't think I'm going to release I don't want to release with with Cowgirl. No. Because of that. Like literally like I I know that being part of the the releases of Cowgirl puts you in the same let's say bracket with um with with uh a lot of good guys mm-hmm. like uh, that you know, proper musicians that, that release shit like that yeah, um, yeah. but not exclusive I'm like yeah maybe I'll just stick to my guns you know it's fine it's fine maybe maybe I'm gonna start working on a project with like 15 tracks and a few collabs that I'm gonna put out like in June and maybe I'll start hyping people for that from now for tomorrow or something I, it yeah. would feel more special than just going out to the the guy who can you know guarantee me the streams and stuff like that yeah I think yeah this goes back to what we were saying before though about you know how yeah. lo- lo-fi girl cowgirl are trying to once again join everyone else in releasing as much as possible to saturate the market to keep those monthly numbers up yeah, exactly. But, you know, exactly. going back to what someone said in the comments, um, you know, Spotify itself doesn't necessarily pay as much anymore. Um, or not anymore. Um, this is kind of the issue that has been going on for a long time in that how Spotify divvy up their their royalties. Yes, um, yes. And I can't remember the Yeah. I can't remember the the specific wording that it is, but it's essentially a pool that you know yeah. your your 10 pound 10 dollars a month that you put into your spotify subscription goes into a pot and uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, gets yeah. i think i know what you're it, referring to yeah, yeah yeah and it gets given out to to the highest earners um and this is something that was quite a big deal with what um sleep fruits or whatever the fuck they're called now are doing where they're releasing hundreds of tracks at 30 seconds um, oh yeah, those, yeah, and yeah, yeah they've true. become more popular than like Rihanna or Madonna. It was some some insanely popular artist. <laughs> no, Lady Gaga, that's the one. They've become yeah, yeah, more yeah. popular than than Lady Gaga, and thus they're taking a higher percentage of that, you know, annual Spotify royalty part. Mm. And I think we've now got the British government coming along, being like, "No, don't do that." <laughs> it had to be the fucking British. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Obviously. Maybe that's like that's like a, oh, uh, if we do this for you guys, would you consider getting us back to the EU? <laughs> no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Sadly, but, I'm pretty sure that a lot of you guys want this to happen, though. So, but anyway, that's yes, another topic. We We're not getting bit. political with our yeah. with our shit. Not just yet. But yeah, the, the let's just try to get cancelled with music first, and then we'll talk exactly. politics. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the the problem stems down to this, um, you know divvying out the kitty at the end of the month to yeah. the highest listeners than you know what your music actually goes to because I, I find I do find it really disappointing that you know I don't listen to Drake I don't listen to Lady Gaga but they're getting my money um, or a fraction of your 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 subscription basically yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah totally, totally. And, and I would love for them to take on what SoundCloud have done where what you listen to you get your money goes to them do i think it's yeah. going to happen definitely no. not no. universal's not going to allow that yeah. warner's not going to allow that <laughs> sony's not going to allow that they're not going to sit there and yeah. be like oh you want no. to give us less money so smaller yeah. artists get the money that yeah. no yeah. that's not going to happen which which is a little bit hypocritical because they already own soundcloud so the 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 financial structure that you appreciate is yeah. now going to be followed on the other one. The difference is that they don't own the majority of the of the stocks when it comes to Spotify. Though. So, yeah, with SoundCloud, with- the story was more more simple. Like you know, we sue you to death, you borderline go bankrupt. Oh, we can buy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think SoundCloud's got its niche though, but um, yeah, on, on what GCS is asking, we're, we're talking about royalties. Um, there's, there was yeah, an article exactly. recently where the British government are kind of getting a bit yeah. grumpy at old Spotify for doing their um, their payment system, the way that they pay out royalties. Yeah. Uh, we we definitely kind of don't just... need to. There's definitely something we should point out because I think there's always like there's always been this, um, you know, the way these things are presented are are. It's, it's like a like a blanket title or like there's like blanket statements in that they're not they're, of course they're they're very uh they're night they're they're very accurately addressed within the article itself yeah uh, and then you know i'll post it after i'll put it on my stories uh, as a story after after we do the live we finish the live mm-hmm. um there's this like misconception or like you see every now and then it's like the same story that resurges that uh resurfaces uh, which is like oh artists are getting paid blah 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 let's do a petition i mean i've seen like petitions people asking to demanding to be paid one cent per stream which i find fucking ridiculous and this falls back into the whole be realistic about your fucking world or or you know in within your fucking bubble that you live um uh you know if you if you want global economy to completely Go to trash, and we can live <laughs> off the fucking land again. Start trading chickens for nuts. Yeah, let's oh, let's pay one cent per string to everybody. Why not? Um, but usually, and I've seen this like firsthand, and I'm pretty sure I'm I, I can I'm entitled to talk about that. Is like when it comes to major labels, they have historically been been they they historically have paid artists that they sign. A lot less than people might think. Uh, most of this, like signing bonuses that you see, uh, and mainly we see that from you know 
in the hip hop world where, where all this uh, hip hop artists would get signed and they would start, you know, flexing this and that, whatever. They would get like a recoupable down payment of X, Y, Z millions. I think that the most um, uh, famous story and uh, one of the, the artists that's been very vocal about, about it is, um, man, what's his name? Shit. The auto-tune guy, come on. Oh, uh, T-Pain. T-Pain, who revolutionized the use of, of, of auto-tune, right? Like, before him, nobody would do that shit with auto-tune. Um, anyway, you know, and he was pretty vocal about it, how, how he got super fast, super famous, super rich, and then super broke. Yeah. Uh, so, in a little bit like a breakdown, because I think Pixel Pixel might be actually interested in that, uh, is that um, when you sign a record deal with one of these... Uh, one of the majors most of the time what happens is that uh, you there's like a cut off the top of your royalties that goes towards distribution which means for other areas that these major labels exist for your music to be promoted promoted on these other areas everybody needs to get, get a cut uh, I think when it comes to you know lo-fi to my case it, that cut was relatively low and I'm pretty sure that in bigger acts like Lady Gaga or Drake or Dua Lipa or, you know, talking about Universal artists because that's the stuff that I know now, um, that cut could be, and I don't think I'm too far from, you know, saying this, but it could be like up to like 30, 40% of yeah. what you make. And then from what's left, uh, the second biggest cut that you get is marketing, which usually falls upon the local branch of the major label that signed you, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, uh, Universal Music uh, USA or Canada or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then from what's left, you know, that, that, that marketing cut could be even up to 20%. So you're already like, already like 60% off. Like from, if you a hundred monies, you end up having 40 monies. And out of these 40 monies, you need, you need to get paid as the artist. Then all your producers, because, you know, in that high level, you have producers, you have musicians, you, session musicians, managers, promoters, and the actual label. Because don't get it twisted. None of these fucking major labels yeah. are going to use their earnings to pay for marketing. You're paying for that as the artist. So from the hundred monies that you might generate it on Spotify, you might end up with what a lot of people see posting, like 10, 12, 18, shit like that. Yeah. And meanwhile, when it comes to our stuff, like the indie shit, you know, me playing in both courts. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually crying inside, but yeah, that's the yeah. story. Um, there's there's no such case like that. You know, you you sign up with a label, let's say, and other than the the cut that the distributor might get, which is you know nine, ten, fifteen, twenty percent. Well, if you're with a distributor that takes twenty percent, then you probably signed with a major label and you don't know it yet. Um, it's it's <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit fuck. It's like you know whatever you you pocket you pocket. I mean, of course, you and me are not going to reach the the Drake level of exposure, but then again, 
keep in mind that I, I keep remembering uh, this, uh, I think it was like last year where Drake was awarded this sort of like plaque, plaque, plaque from Spotify for some billion streams or something, one of his yeah. tracks. And then when I saw the, the video that he did, like I think he did something for Instagram or whatever, um, if you really look into his face, he's like, yeah, whatever, like, here, I got this plate, whatnot. Like, some people said that, you know, it comes across as a little bit ignorant, like you should be yeah. more thankful, whatever. But I think deep down inside, Drake was thinking like, out of that fucking billion, <laughs> or maybe I earned like 30%. <laughs> maybe I earned like, you know, I'm not saying a thousand bucks, probably a lot more, but he could have been, I mean, it's easy to do like, let's, I'm, I'm just gonna just for shits and giggles, right? I'm just gonna fire up my calculator. So let's say you have a billion, a billion is like nine zeros, right? Yeah, nine zeros. Yeah. You have a billion streams. Knowing that major labels have premium streams, meaning that almost mm. double than what you average get. I would say, I would make a very generous uh, assumption here and say times, 0.00420 per stream on Spotify. Usually for us, zero 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 mortals, this is yeah. like zero zero. It's point zero zero two something two six two five whatever. I mean, me playing on both sides now, know that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that you know, a billion streams with this very generous cut is generating. I mean, my calculator says like 4.2 million dollars. Yeah. From 1 billion streams. Mm -hmm. I don't think that Drake, out of all this, whatever, maybe he pockets, you know, 10, I would say 15%. So if I divide this because I'm needed with 100 and then multiply it by, what did I say, 18? Yeah, you said 15. 15, okay, whatever. Let's say 18, because it's straight, you know? Fine. So this is like 756,000. So that billion generated $4 million. And then this guy, Drake, or Drake X, whatever, allegedly whatnot, you know, for legal purposes. Yeah. He pockets 750. Yeah. Now, to you and me, or to any other, everybody else in the chat, you know, that's like, that's a fuck ton of money, bro. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money. Wouldn't joke about however, that. yeah, however, how shit is that? No, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's a how guy shit on TikTok that? That, that kind of highlights the music biz. And there was one that he did recently. Um, it was about touring. And it was like, oh, yeah. um, you know, there's, there's this gig that we've booked for you. Um, it'll pay $5,000. And he was like, okay, great. And they were like, yeah, yeah, do you want to do it? And he was like, well, yeah, $5,000, that, that's, that's that's great, you know, that, let's go. And like, well, yeah. you're going to have to pay for your own flights and, you know, food, hotel. So <laughs> that's, that's about $1,000. And okay. then the, the guy was like, okay, $4,000. That's, that's fine, yeah, happy to do that. Yeah. Okay, well, you're going to have to pay your manager and you're going to have to pay your you know the the tour booking agent yeah so you know that's probably another one and a half thousand and they're like okay so that leaves okay. me with you two know and a half, two and a half thousand yeah, let's go right. yeah, okay. great, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah 
okay, well, we're going to need to pay to get, like, the merch over there. And, and X, Y, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, hold on, someone's at the door. Have you two seconds? Yeah. Yeah, so... I'm going to try to hold the fort a little bit until he comes back, uh, Aaron comes back. But yeah, that's the case, guys. Like, it's... And imagine, from that 750, that Drake gets to pocket at the end. Which, this is like before tax. He has to pay taxes for yeah. on that. And maybe... I don't know what the tax situation is in the US, but here, at least in Austria, it's like, depending on your bracket, and if you're in the higher bracket, you definitely pay like 50%. I'm, I'm giving a little bit of an explanation of what happens with Drake's money. What's up, Drake? Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up for productions. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, he might end up, if he pays half of it to taxing or whatever, he might end up with like 300K. So $4 million generated, and then at the end of the day, yeah. you got 350 in the bank account. And you're like, what the fuck? I mean, apart from the fact that you need to pay tax, because we all know death and taxes is what's getting you in the end. Yeah, I, I, I guess as anyway, well, sorry. if we Fair go enough. back to what um, what Pixel Pixel was saying about, um, you know, are, are we earning anything on, on streaming services? No. <laughs> are we earning a living? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, we're, we're both artists. We both run labels. Are we? I can't speak for Paul because his situation is very differently. But you know, am I, am I in a position where my own music and the label is is earning me a living? Not at all. You know, I, I work as in, in PR and marketing on the side um, as a day job. That that's just what you know. I, I know Paul works his a day job as well. We're still yeah. very much on the nine to five in a sense, and we'd love to be able to earn a living off of all of this. And that that's the goal at the, at the end of the day. As much as we sit here and kind of, you know, moan at those people that are hitting those millions of monthly <laughs> listeners, you know, would we like to be in that Fuck position and, and getting, you know, getting that much money? Yeah, but as Paul's highlighted, even if we're in, as an in independent artist, getting yeah. a million streams is really only going to earn you, what, that about yeah. a $1,000 if that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's you know, like $1,000 a... a month cool that's why you got kind of got to keep up with that but realistically what you need about you know two and a half to three thousand four thousand dollars to 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 actually live and yeah this this industry i don't think is built for being able to make a living off um that i'm just gonna be straight real with that like the lo-fi hip-hop industry uh, the way that it's going at the minute there's really no Unless you're truly happy to just sit there and cater to specific playlists and specific labels, which, you know, like I've mentioned that some people are clearly doing, then yeah, yeah you're, you're not going to be passionately living off this particular genre. Other genres, yeah, absolutely. If you could, if yeah. you can make a living, like make great music as a singer songwriter, yeah, yeah. you're going to shoot fucking high. You're going to make, make mega bugs. Um, instrumental music not so much that's kind of yeah, not, not, any, not anymore at least not anymore no. at least maybe maybe the, two the three years sailed. ago yeah. yeah 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 the ship has very much sailed for that um yeah. it's very things have gone very differently over the past couple of years whether you want to call it gentrification or not um yeah you know that that's a back on a topic that we've already discussed today <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah, no. There, there, if you can really put yourself out there as something different and unique, then yes, you could probably comfortably earn a living. But yeah. it's with how fickle um, music streaming can be from month to month to month. Um, I don't think right now it's a viable let's just sack everything and make music. As much as I would absolutely love that, that was a dream growing up. That, you know, being in bands and being in, you know, Wait, different yeah. areas. Yeah. I, I would have absolutely have loved to have been in a successful band that, you know, yeah. was in music yeah. mags. You could see yourself in Kerrang, Rock Sound, yeah. Metal Hammer, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Instrumental music, maybe not so much. <laughs> no, no, that that was definitely the dream. That was like for me as well, like mainly from from the DJing point of view. You know, like I I always like thought that I could be like such a cool, amazing DJ, and mm. I would love to play music for all these crowds and stuff like that. And I, I had my share as a as a youngster, uh, you know, playing gigs and. Oh yeah. I think that the most that I performed was like to a thousand people or some shit, but which was great, but. Then you're like, I, I don't know. I was like, eh, I think that that there, there has to be some sort of like a plan B. Mm-hmm. That it became a plan A, which is like, get your fucking degree. Make sure like, whether we like it or not, we live in a world that a piece of fucking paper that is not worth more than a toilet paper defines who you are. So whether we like it or not, it is what it is. Yeah. Nothing against people who want to, you know, go out there and follow their dreams and be entrepreneurs. And I have a bunch of friends like that. And I admire them for saying, fuck you to society and the norms and just try to yeah. do their shit. This is something that I personally cannot do. I'm a, I'm a bitch. I'm a very basic bitch. And I always wanted to have like this nice, steady nine to five thing and doing my, my gig on the side. And it works well. And because you and me are privileged to spend most of our time in front of a computer screen, we have the luxury to be able to uh, put many different hats on, depending on the time of day or your lunch break or whatever. So it's really great. Um, but because I think I saw this this question in the chat, I think it was again from Pixel Pixel, probably that what would you say to somebody who comes into the you know genre now? And we talked about a little bit briefly in the beginning. Yeah. It's like I would say that you had to be you have to be fucking crazy to jump into this realm. However, the, yeah. the way that I say this is that it would take a special kind of crazy to go into this. Uh, the most important thing is like I would encourage people to actually do that in the sense of uh, our genre being so saturated and gentrificated and blah 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 and all the shit that we said before. Um, the biggest enemy which is one of the biggest characteristics of this, is all this sort of like everything that we've been talking about now. Numbers, monthly listeners, whatever. Yeah. And But the common denominator of all these things is time. And because people, and what I've seen this four or five years I've been doing this, is that after a certain period of time, people get so frustrated and disappointed that they eventually drop out. Mm-hmm. So if you want to stay ahead of competition and fucking smash your competition just keep doing that shit when everybody else keeps like fucking quitting just keep doing your shit i think and this applies with everything else in life you know mm-hmm. like yeah you want to succeed i mean there's a very thin line be- between pulling the quits and knowing when to quit you know yeah um but 
when it comes to music and when you can you know when hopefully you don't live off of it so it's not if it's a if it's a comp if it's a business and if it's like you live off of it then i do understand what comes you know the pros and cons that might come with that for me because this is not my main source of income and for you as well mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, whatever sure okay um that's what like i would encourage people like first of all i would encourage people to don't quit school stay in school get a fucking piece of paper that says you can do fucking something in your fucking life yeah uh and uh even if you don't get a paper you know like what is it i think uh, uh what's his name fuck it Aptato, Aptato, Potato, whatever. He's a really cool blow from Ireland. The guy, like, he, he's like, uh, how should I say? Like, he lays, oh, I'm, I'm joking now, but I want, I want to say that he's laying pipe. But part of what he does, he's like, I wouldn't say a builder, what would you call like construction worker? Yeah. Like, he does shit like that. Like, I think he, from, from, from streets to fucking houses. If he, if he listens to this, if he watches this, I don't know, like, don't shoot me. I just, I, you know, whatever. Uh, but I see messing with concrete a lot. <laughs> so that's great. But you need to have something like that, something stable. And then you yeah. can do whatever the fuck you want. But it's like, also, again, you know, be realistic about it. Because of all the shit that we said, um, stay focused in what you do. And if you want to go ahead of everybody else, you just need to keep doing it. Yeah. And try to, and this, is, this has been very helpful for me, especially in the past couple of years, because all of us were fixated with numbers at some point in time, you know, you know, some people more than others and less. Um, just try to try to just see it. It's just a number. It's like, whatever, it's just a number. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't define you. It doesn't mean that uh, your music is shit or nobody listens to me or blah, blah. Like a good example, we have somebody in the chat, like Jib uh, Jib dipshit. This motherfucker is a genius when it comes to music. Like, he's fucking, like, he's the guy who's like fucking chunking out tracks like he's taking dumps, like literally. Um, I know a lot of stuff about his, you know, personal situation and shit, which I don't want to bring up here. It's, it's not the, this is not the forum for this. No. Uh, and I have like a tremendous amount of respect for him. So, you know, seeing this guy keep doing whatever he wants to do and having fun and doing this and doing that, and after all this fuckery that we've been through this past year, you know, Universal and whatnot, him getting like featured on an editorial playlist, I find this like very rewarding for him. And he's a guy who yeah. never really cared about it. About, oh, I got this, like, blah, blah, blah. fuck it. But I know that he's going to keep doing it while everybody else is going to quit and say, yeah. oh, fuck it. I didn't hear, like, I didn't hit a million, like, monthly listeners like ma, 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 I'm not gonna lie I don't like this anymore or I'm gonna try to release with chilled cow because blah 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 or what you said earlier oh dude you want to lie yeah. like I think I think Michael showed that uh, Lamar shared that story a couple of times like after like I don't know like what was it like uh, a few weeks ago she got a release from on 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 chill beats yeah oh shit it's my phone Oh, okay, I thought my phone's gonna go off. Sorry, it's like five percent battery. I barely—I was a dick. I didn't charge it. Anyway, 